Hello, Joel here. I've got a new book out. It's called Be Funny or Die. How comedy works and why it matters. And it's about how comedy works and why it matters. Why human beings tell jokes and then what that tells us about being human beings. So if you're a human being and you enjoy laughing and then want to know what the hell's going on with that, it's probably a pretty good book to read. It's called Be Funny or Die. It's in shops. You can buy it. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com job well there you get it sometimes i'm like why why am i doing this i want a sad job to write a joke and then i'm like what's the point what's the point of anything you sort of tend to um i do i always demean my things it's not a real job yeah i am Recently met a paramedic, and that's a proper job. And she said to me, thank you for... Because, like, our job is so shit and so, <laughs> so dark at times, like, going home and watching you or seeing your life. It's a comic relief we need. So we're not saving lives, but we're helping the people who <laughs> save lives. I think what it is, it's a bit like you need soldiers to defend the country, yeah. but you also need camp followers to cheer the soldiers yeah. up. We're basically the prostitutes who follow the army. Yeah. <laughs> Keep them in a good mood. <laughs> it's a no. Also, I think it's an old profession. It's been yeah. around for thousands of years. Yeah. If it was a really shit job, there wouldn't have been yeah. justice. So that's, that's it. We're the army horse. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> Welcome to Rule of Three, a podcast about comedy. I'm Jason Hazley. And I'm Joel Morris. And as usual, we're joined by someone who makes comedy to talk about something funny that they love. By taking it apart, maybe we'll learn something about how comedy works. 
or we'll just quote bits from it and giggle until we're finished. Both approaches are valid. Our special guest today is the wonderful Rosie Jones. Hello. Hello, you. How are you? Thanks for coming in, because you sound like you've got the busiest schedule of any human being alive. Yes, my um, agent calls me the busiest lady in show business, so I did quite a double yesterday. A double is when I do two gigs in one day. Right. And usually a gig, like, in London, and then a gig round the corner. Yeah. Also in London. Yesterday, I did a double of doing the Royal Albert Hall. Oh, and stop. then What? Yeah, then, not only that, I performed to a thousand people in... Bristol. <laughs> what? You're like Phil Collins at London. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I did uh, Albert Hall. I'm going to keep saying the Royal <laughs> Albert Hall. Not the other Albert Hall, the Royal yeah, one. Yeah, no. Little gig, Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> at six o'clock, got a half six train... To Bristol, nine o'clock gig, get the last train home, done. Above all. And this was a Sunday? Yeah. This was a day yeah, off. Yeah, Bob Monkhouse. That, that was my day of rest. <laughs> but what made it weirder was um, after the Bristol gig, I walked to the train station and a woman stopped me and said, I've just seen you perform <laughs> at the Royal Albert Hall. <laughs> and I was like, oh, amazing. i just done another gig here. <laughs> and she was like, how? Like, <laughs> I just saw you. <laughs> but you also, I mean, you've got a writing background as well. So you're, you're, you're doing the, the performance stuff, but you're also a very busy writer. Yeah, so I've known you two for years, haven't yeah, I? Yeah, you're always in, a, yeah, in offices, isn't it? Yeah, because I started... As a TV researcher. That's right. Um, working on comedy shows, clip shows, panel shows, and I started writing little jokes for the show I was working on yep. in my spare time. Um, and they liked the jokes, so that got bigger and bigger. And, um, yeah, so as well as stand-up, I've been um, working as a writer on sitcoms, on my own sitcoms, 
Rewriting the notes, you see? Yeah, yeah. Because they've got some notes on their notes. Yeah. I think this needs a rewrite. Do another part, do a gag pass on the yeah. notes. Can you make yeah. it funnier? It's, yeah. it, it is odd because I think you do get used to, and everyone, if you've got writing training and you've yeah. come through panel games and yeah. you've come through sitcoms and things, you know how to write and yeah. you know how to take notes. Yeah. But that exponential thing when something is really in the public eye, it's a high stakes yeah. thing, everyone thinks they've got to put their, their oar in. And you keep wanting to say, Relax, it's just jokes. Yeah, yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah. I've done this before. Yeah, don't worry. I'm very funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a letter from my mum? <laughs> she thinks I'm hilarious. I want to do that like when he got off games. You know, I let my mum, yeah. she says, I don't need to have a yeah. note today because I am really funny. <laughs> he's, he's feeling really funny today, so he doesn't yeah. need to do notes. Yeah. <laughs> You've got notes. I've got a note from my mum. (laughs) (laughs) You were talking about trying to find somewhere to write because we obviously. That's it. Well, yeah, I never know where to write because I find that when I write at home, there's always something to do. Mm. Yeah. Like, when I'm at home, I can quite easily have four showers yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and put five wash loads on, Yeah, oh, God, I, I, I'm really good at laundry when I'm yeah. busy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I get... I, I mend things when I'm busy. I go, oh, that's, that, that, the hinge of that cupboard door has always slightly bothered me. I think I'll have a go at that because I've got a deadline today. Yeah. But, yeah. but first of all, I've got to empty the fridge and clean it. Yeah. What? It. What am I doing? That's it, so you've done absolutely bugger all, but you close and you skin and you fridge very clean. This, this could be like, you know, like when actors have that job where they're always, they love being waiting staff and bar staff because it's really flexible yeah. and it works around yeah. being an actor because you can go yeah. to auditions and things. Maybe the writer's equivalent is to be a cleaner. That's and you turn up it. at someone's house and say, I'll clean your house. and But you just take a notepad with you. You'll probably do most of your writing while yeah. you're hoovering. Yeah. Maybe we should all have second jobs. Yeah. Which yeah. actually are first jobs. 
in a hotel. <laughs> we should just yeah. be hotel staff. Yeah. Let's start yeah. a hotel. <laughs> oh, that will be amazing. Sorry, you'll be taken to your room by Sam and Jesse from Peep Show. And up there, Kevin and Andy, for Cecil and Riley, they'll, 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 they'll be turning your bed down and the so Dawson brothers will be good. cooking for you. That'll be amazing. <laughs> have, you, have you got your sitcom with Rachel Stubbings off the ground? Yeah, so... I mean, you know, with sitcoms, there are all works at a snail's pace. Yeah. So, at the moment, we've written the pilot, and it's in that little b the Bubaka. Oh, yes. Yeah. Code. It's, it's almost, it almost feels like you're racing to see whether the sitcom or the BBC lasts longest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it'll still be there well, by the time it goes through the system. No. <laughs> so, yeah, now it's a waiting game, but mm. I still really like it. So, good. Yeah. Fingers. Well, if you're happy with it, I mean, that's another thing with, with getting notes and stuff, is it's such a struggle to write something you're happy yeah. with. It's really weird when someone comes to you and says, whether it's uh, notes from a producer or, or someone above you, or it's someone online saying you're rubbish. Yeah. And I always want to say, do you know this isn't the first time I thought this was rubbish? Yeah. Do you know, if you think, yeah. to get to a point where you were allowed to say it was rubbish, mm-hmm. I had to think it was rubbish for a long time yeah. first. I'm in first dibs on hating yeah. my work. I was here first. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm happy with it. You can't destroy yeah. it. <laughs> well, you've, I mean, obviously you're now working doing sitcoms and stuff, which makes yeah. sense. And the thing you've brought in to talk about today could be regarded as one of the most groundbreaking sitcoms oh, ever on British television. Yeah. Can you yeah. tell us what you've brought in? I brought in... A little bit so much. <laughs> the royal family. I would like to leave this city. This old town don't smell too pretty. And I can feel the warning signs running around my mind. So what do you say? No one's done it. No. No. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, quite. No, because that's the first thing that came to mind. That's everyone's first choice. <laughs> Brilliant. I think it's been forgotten. I think there are a lot of great things that get forgotten. Yeah. People take it for granted. And yeah. because it went from being... It was BBC Two originally, yeah. very avant-garde, mm. very progressive, very mm. almost like kitchen sink Ken yeah. Loach thing. Yeah. And BBC Two quite, quite, it felt quite low lit and, yeah. and real and like authentic yeah. like film. Yeah. So we're a lovely dinner, Barbara. You see, that's the thing when you live on your own, it's not worth doing a chicken just for one. It's too much for one meal. You see, you can get four or five meals out of a chicken. You're sick of it, me thirsty. Yeah, but you can just get a chicken breast, can't you? Well, I'm not that keen on chicken. And it went to BBC One, then from BBC One, huge hit, huge success, big mass mm. success, then became Christmas specials and eventually became like a more common wise, everyone gathers round, fools yeah. and horses thing. Yeah. People have forgotten that it was amazing and it was first. That's it, and I think, I mean, I love it all, and... We'll get into my favourite bits. 
but actually yeah, I think my overall favourites were at the beginning series one and two and it felt like this small secret that yeah. no one really knew. Yeah, it yeah. wasn't a big hit at no. the beginning. It was a slow burn. And I remember it being something in my... We were trying to remember what else we were all watching at the time. Yeah. And you look at the other sitcoms that are around and you go, it's quite big and brash. It's yeah. men behaving badly and things yeah. and so on. They're yeah. quite big. And this one came out and it was very quiet. And I remember the flat I was living in with flatmates at the time saying, yeah. there's this thing on, I think it's great. But yeah. I can't quite tell you what it is. Yeah. And we all sat down and watched it and went, yeah, that's brilliant. But it was a different time. Yeah, yeah. And I think for me, like, I've always loved the language. Yeah. And I love it because I'm a word nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but also, this is me geeking out, but... um. Because I speak slowly, I've always had to be super aware of what words to say, how I can get to the punchline on my point quickly. So for me, with comedy, it's all about language. And with a royal family, you're stripping back all the maybe exciting scenes. It's just a group of great characters on a sofa talking and it's all about what they say yeah yes that's never occurred to me this is so it's obviously it's pared down that's the first thing you think this is minimal yeah. there's no real plots yeah and there's no i mean there are but you don't yeah. not sitcom plots yeah but it reminded me i'm gonna i was gonna lie there i huh. won't lie Lie. <laughs> you have just made me think what this reminds me of that never occurred to me it reminded me of which is there's an episode of Tony Hancock called mm. Sunday Afternoon at Home yeah. where they take all the plot and story out and it's just those characters Tony and Sid and Kenneth Williams is the annoying neighbour and Hattie yeah. Jakes and they have nothing to do and they're doing things like filling in all the all the O's and E's and A's on the newspaper with a biro. And there's just the ticking of a clock and the boredom of Britain yeah. on a Sunday in the 50s. And it's a masterpiece because it's a bottle episode. They're trapped. They can't go anywhere. So and it's so funny. And my God, it is the royal family. And I'm, yeah. I'd be very surprised if Carolina Hearn, being a real comedy fan, didn't know it. Oh, yeah. What a life. It's Sunday. I've had a rotten dinner. It's raining. And I've got nothing to do. <sighs> Get your feet out of the way, put them over there. You can do something with nothing, yeah. and just yeah. as long as the people are funny. That reminds me, ma'am. Can little David stay over here on Friday? Oh, yeah, of course he can. What time till? Till Monday. Oh, yeah. OK, then. Yeah. Why, what are you doing? Well, we fancied a little breakaway. <gasps> Ooh! Where to? No, no, away from little David. Oh, right. 
I was stunned. I remember this being very joke light. Yeah. It's got a reputation for being very realistic, mm. but watching it now, because it's inspired a lot of very, very joke, like very, very character yeah. stuff, we've come miles from this. Yeah. This is joke after joke after joke. Oh, yep. it's so tight. Yes. And also, for me, like, being Northern, I'm aware that maybe the sing-song action yeah. might everything sound funny <laughs> but like Carolina Hearn is a genius it's like yeah. she was fully aware that certain words and certain phrases would have that comic feel even though it it wasn't a big bunch traditional joke. Oh, what was that little David doing at school? Well, do you know how we thought he had attention deficit disorder? Yeah. Well, it turned out he just couldn't be bothered concentrating. Oh. Goody, Dave. What? Little David, not concentrating. Oh, yeah, he's got attention deficit disorder, Barbara. It's not Dave. They told us that. It's got its own rhythm. And some of that rhythm you've heard before in Mike Lee and Victoria yeah. Wood and Alan Bennett. There's a brilliant well, the exchange. You, you chose to do the Queen of Sheba, the big yeah. special. Was the, yeah. was the, the one that won all the BAFTAs. It was a huge, yeah. I mean, a brilliant, <gasps> Nana's big episode. And there's a lovely line in there, which I just wrote down because I was going, oh, my God, this is brilliant. Mm. It's, it's um, Nana's getting her hair done and yeah. Barbara's talking to her. And it's just a hairdressing scene, a really simple thing. Barbara... Barbara, did, did I tell you that uh, my dead friend Elsie's daughter Marion went out for a meal last Friday with her husband Lionel? No. Well, she did. Marion went out for a meal last Friday with her husband Lionel. Oh, did they? Mm. Yeah. What an unusually yeah. big thing for them to do because it's not just on the sofa. What did they have? Uh, they both had a la carte. Ooh, mm. lovely. Mm. What is a la carte, Barbara? I don't know. I wouldn't mind trying a la carte one night. I'm sick of chops. Mm. Uh, for a starter, Marion had a soup of the day, which was Friday. <laughs> That as a line is just, yeah. you just scream with joy. And that's done, that's swallowed. Yes. They're, they, they, they're all on the back foot. They never go badum tush with it. That swallowed down, that's just the yes. way they talk. Yeah. yeah, and actually, I could hear my own Anna saying <laughs> yeah. that. It's that real comedy that you don't get in a lot of sitcoms. Yeah. A lot of the lines in the royal family, I think, I don't know why that is funny, <laughs> but it is. I think it's a good idea because it means that when you go out on your first date, at least you know you've got something in common. What are your hobbies, Slash? Biking and paintballing. Do you know, Cheryl's father, Joe, has just paintballed their entire stairs and landing in Magnolia. 
Well, hearing Ricky Tomlinson saying she's only logging a bag of piss, you know, you go, yes. that just sounds great. There's music yes. in it, isn't there? You know? Yeah. I've, I've always dreamed of being laminated. Yeah. It's, just, <laughs> every, all the, it's all to do with there's the specifics, they've chosen the right words, but also the characters sing. There's a real solid family in there. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure a lot of the reason this became a huge hit was because it's about a family and it, there's nothing to distract you. There's a bit yeah. of class, yeah. but I yeah. think you can be. I'm not of exactly that class, but I'm not a million miles away from it. But I, no. when my family looked at it, we're not northern. We're probably one generation up from this. My yeah. grandparents were this class, and as, as were yours. Yeah. Yeah. We're probably sort of the first generation to sort of get yeah. a, a, a level above that. But I looked at that. My nan was obsessed with the royal family. She yeah. used to call herself Nana. Where's a big yeah. thing? She died between the first, the, the last series of this and the yeah. this episode. And my family watched this, and we cried because we yeah. went through the death of my yeah. nan again watching it. Yeah. Because we identified my nan so much, my mum's mum, so much with Nana. Yeah. That it was like it was a really therapeutic thing to watch a family go through something we'd been through. Yeah, I think that episode really got me because Nana was our Nana, like yeah. she came round, she go, "Are you Nana?" <laughs> She's a bit annoying. She says the wrong thing. But actually, even the episodes after, I kept thinking, oh, when will Nana come in? And she didn't, and that's... Like real life. Yeah, Liz um, Liz Smith, who played Nana, said that she was really disturbed by having to play the character dying. Yeah. But she said, but also she was upset because she thought, oh no, I'm I'm basically locked out of the royal family now. Yeah. I can't come back. So she even petitioned the producers and said, could I come back as Nana's sister? Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Nana's ghost. A whole yeah. different show. Yeah. <laughs> you get the feeling they could have done something where where, where Jim hallucinated her. The, the relationship they got. You said that she's really annoying. And yeah. I, I, I looked up. My family had uh, elderly relatives living in small houses growing up, so I recognised that that beautiful yeah. framing as a piece of drama that Nana is behind Jim. Jim is the yeah. patriarch. Yeah. He's sitting there. The television faces Jim. Yeah. So the framing in this, I'd never noticed before, you can line everyone up and have everyone's faces in shot at the same time because they're <gasps> watching a TV. Yeah. And then what can happen is behind Jim, almost lit like an angel, can come Nana's yeah. haloed yes. white head that yeah. she is above him. She's the matriarch. The episode's called The Queen of Sheba. Yeah. She's yeah. the Queen of Sheba. She's yeah. the, the in charge of the whole family. Mm. And he hates it because it obviously affects his power. Yeah. And all the way through the beginning, he's moaning and moaning and moaning yeah. like anyone would do who's... I think sometimes that people with lots of bedrooms or lots of houses don't understand how much of a pain it is to have your family close in on you, yeah. which is the working class... Essence, oh yeah! That there's not enough room. You're sharing yeah. with siblings. You're all in bunk beds. Your yeah. elderly relatives come in the front room. There's mm. that feeling of, of of limited space. It's your yeah. space, and it's been invaded. And he hates her, and he's so annoyed with her, and he's you feel for him a bit, and he's a bit of a dick. But then between that scene and as you're about to go towards her dying, and you feel it go, oh my god, she's gonna, she might die. Yeah. She's getting old. There's a scene almost wordless where they dance. Yeah. The two of them. And you go, mm. he hated her. So you go, well, a simple sitcom, you'd go, the dad resents the nana. And no, but they do the conga no. with a with a walking frame until her son has stared it. Six foot 
foot six, he stood on the ground. He weighed 235 pounds, but I saw that giant of a man brought down to his knees by love. He was the kind of a man that... The royal family had lots of music in it, used lots of songs. And it uses this, and it's all Johnny Cash in this one. It's all slightly odd choices. But it gets you to a point where you go, Jim loves her. Yeah. And you wouldn't think that. Yeah. A lazy writer would make them at each other's throats. Yeah. It's great, though, because there is also that fabulous scene where I just thought this was a brilliant bit of engineering, really. Um, she takes the batteries out of the TV remote control <laughs> to power her fan. That's it, yeah. And, and Jim is apoplectic with rage yeah. about this, so furious. And because, not because she's taken the batteries away, but because she has taken his entire world yeah. away from him by yeah. doing that. yeah. And then who is it who says to him, well, why don't you just get up and turn the telly? And he says, that's exactly what she wants me to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's his yeah. own fault. And, of course, he won't get up and go to the shops. Yeah. To point a yeah. principle, this is a war. Yeah. And anyway, our Anthony will go to the shops for him. And he's not it. there. <laughs> and, and I think that's why the character of Jim is incredible, because he's rude. And he's a pig and he's selfish. But you have those little moments, like with Nana, and then with Denise in the bathroom, when she's about to give birth, where you go, oh, they are his world. Yeah. He treats Barbara like utter shit. <laughs> but there's that love there, and you only see it for a split second, but he's, yeah, he's amazing, and he's not that one-dimensional, selfish pig of a man. Yeah, true. And I, I, I saw an interview with Jessica Hines talking about the show and she said that she had heard someone calling them a dysfunctional family and yeah. she said, what absolute crap, I think yeah. this is the most functional family oh, on television. Yeah. Totally, yeah. It's The Simpsons. I mean, the, what, how, how this works as well. Yeah, I, I was looking at it going, Sarah Morgan gave us this lovely phrase which she borrowed from Mitch Hurwitz, I think, who did the rest of Development. She said that a good sitcom family has a matriarch, a patriarch, a craftsman and a clown. And the matriarch and patriarch don't have to be mum and dad, but there's someone who looks after their feelings, someone who drives and is is a big bear uh, in Rosanna, the other way round, the man and woman the other way round. But there's a soft one and a hard one. Yeah. uh, And then there's two kids, one of whom who strives and wants to be better and one of whom is just funny. Yeah. And so it's great. You look at this and go, I hadn't noticed. God, the kids... Anthony is the striver. He's Lisa. Yeah. Anthony's is just funny. She gets all the best jokes. Yeah. But you've got a family there that's got that matriarch, patriarch, craftsman and clown. And for a good sitcom family, whether it's the young ones or father's head or this to work, mm. they've got to have each other's backs. Yeah. And the reason they work is they are mutually dependent and they're all in on each other. What this isn't is something as lazy as the word warm, which you might get as a no. It is really warm, but it's warm because it's real. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. It's so well structured. Yeah. You notice as well, because Caroline Hearn knows she's she's writing it and Craig Cash is in there as well, but the yeah. writing team, some of them are on screen. 
she gives herself all the clowniest lines. Yeah. Denise is the only person I think of as a bit magic. She's not really real. She's a total no. joke machine. Yeah. Everyone else's lines are believable. And Denise's are so <laughs> selfish and spoiled and irresponsible yeah. that she becomes like a like a court jester. Yeah. She's so funny. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I think some... Yeah, to be that's true. Yeah. But um, I thought the, in script terms, the funniest chunk of this episode is Cheryl's... Uh, dating ad that she's put in the, oh in the newspaper. Oh, my God. Able-bodied or otherwise. Skin colour, not essential. <laughs> <laughs> because it's it's real. They do a thing that people don't do in, in crappy, unrealistic sitcoms. Yeah. They laugh at each other's jokes. They yeah. have a sense of humour yeah. they share. And someone round that reaction will laugh at yeah. Cheryl Miss doing a malapropism. Do, yeah. That they're allowed to laugh at each other being stupid. That's it. And as a, without breaking our privilege at laughing at all of them. Yeah. yeah. So they do. Yeah. They can say something dumb. Sometimes the joke is that the audience know that they've got the word wrong or yeah. are revealing something awful about yeah. some backstory you can't see. The joy of it only being one room is there's so much that goes yeah. off stage yeah. that is just yeah. done through words. Again, you yeah. see it's all words. You don't see it. It is, yeah, man. I think for a good sitcom to work, it's about the characters. Yeah. yeah. And for that sort of need, I need some... Cracking characters, and you literally will watch them doing nothing, yeah. and it's so funny. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
my favourite scenes. I don't know which episode it's in, but they have a pack of polos and they um, all get given a polo each. And it might be about three or four minutes. The camera just pans around and shows each character sucking on a polo. Wow. And it's incredible. <laughs> they all suck it a different way. <laughs> and it's hilarious. That's, that's like a theatre exercise yeah, or something. Yeah. A director would say, now how's your character going to suck a poem? Yeah, <laughs> someone, yeah. someone gave us a gave us that as a writing exercise recently, which is brilliant, which is, if you've got a character, a way to test you've written them properly is, yeah. how would they react if you pushed them in a swimming pool? And these are all oh, things wow. where they go, OK, well, what? how would they eat a polo? Um, yeah. There's a lot of repetition, because you're right about there being rhythm in this. Yeah. There's a lot of repetition where someone will say, do you want a cup of tea? Do you, do you fancy a brew? Do you fancy a brew? Do you fancy a brew? Oh, Dave, they fancy a brew. And it's yeah. the same line four times, because four different characters have said it. Yeah. They've all said it a different way. There's a different intent in the same yeah. phrase again and again and again. Yeah. They let it go round the room, mm. knowing that the performers will do their own thing with that. Yeah. And the yeah. audience, what you're saying to them is, you know these characters so well that you will go, oh, typical Denise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Just like, that's just how Dave would say. Do you yeah. Fancy a yeah. You know what they're going to do. What this show has got, because it's so uncluttered, is a thing that's really hard to do in any writing, which is total clarity. Yeah. Nothing's in the way. You can yeah. see everything. Yeah. You're on the television, you're looking at the family, they put your yeah. camera where you are, and you look up that sofa and you go, I know what they're all thinking. That's it. Yeah. Um, another great scene I like is when Anthony's girlfriend's parents visit on Christmas Day. So it's Sheridan Smith's character, right. her parents yeah. come round and... Again, it goes on for five minutes, but because there's more people in the room, they all greet each other, <laughs> but individually they go, Hello, Valerie. Hiya, Nana. Hello, Roger. <laughs> Hiya, Nana. <laughs> Hiya, Dave. Hiya, Roger. <laughs> and they all say hello to Valerie and Roger, but separately. <laughs> and it goes on for five minutes. <laughs> And you're like, how am I laughing at someone saying hello? But they've, they've got this understanding, I think, that when you look in on a family, 
or you're going to visit a family. A lot of the time it's boring. It's boring. Yeah. Being alive is kind of boring a lot yeah. of the time. <laughs> it's not full of, oh, no, the boss is coming around yeah. and someone's fallen through the ceiling. It's not full of the antic of yeah. stuff of sitcom. But the same dynamics are going on in mm. families, whether they're doing something interesting or not. There's a lovely... I, I rewatched. I watched the episode that you suggested was, was at the yeah. peak, which is the Queen of Sheba. Yeah. I loved it. And then I thought, I'll watch episode one, pilot yeah. episode, and watched it. And there's a bunch of jokes in there that set up that quietly set up everything. One of them is they're always saying, oh, I'm rushed off my feet. Yeah. Oh, so it's non-stop yeah. here. And all you're watching is that there's nothing happening. And you yeah. realise that it's only non-stop because you spend all day watching television. Yeah. And not even really watching television, switching channels, yeah. never finishing anything. No. So they've filled up all their time with this. And there will be hatches, matches and dispatches, children born. Yeah. But in a kind of, there's nothing happening. And you realise most of our lives are like this. That's there it. are a couple of big things. There will be... As there was in the series, there'll be some births and yeah. some deaths. Yeah. But otherwise, most of it is just continuing stuff. I yeah. tell you what, as far as audacity goes, getting a birth and a death into the same episode is yeah. fucking up there, isn't so it? It really great. is. Wow. Yeah. And um, we were talking to Robert Popper recently, and he yeah. said he was working up uh, in Manchester when the script came in for this, and it went out to a script reader, the first episode, who sent it back with a note saying, this is absolute trash. But, no, but the objection was, as it always is, nothing happens. That and you want to it. go, <clears throat> no, you don't win a prize for spotting that. Yeah. That is the actual point. Yeah. But because it's Ahern and Cash have definitely decided that nothing is going to happen in this that sitcom. They've yeah. not made a mistake. <laughs> but actually, if I read it on paper, reading free whole pages where it literally <laughs> says hello nana hello dear you think is this yeah, a piss take is yeah. April but, but also as well as a great language the cast you oh, can't Hold it. Do you know how it? she got the cast? It was an amazingly Carolina Hearn thing. She yeah. gave a list of these people will be in it. And they said, have you asked? She went, no, but they won't say no. Total confidence. Wow. She wanted the Brookside yeah. couple. She went there like that. They, she mm. cast them all. She, obviously, a couple of them are her and, and great, yeah. so it's fine. Yeah. But she went, these people, yeah. this calibre of person. And everyone yeah. just said, well, great. Because I yeah. suppose it's so flattering to be given. Yeah. Hello, Nana. Hello, yeah. Roger. To go, yeah. what, you're trusting me? To bring myself yeah, to it. It's yeah, a flattering yeah, text to get as an actor, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> What's the matter with you, Denise? You've got a face like a smack dash. I didn't want beans. There's hardly any there. Yeah, I can mirror all of them. I didn't want them touching me chop. Every character, every actor touch is magical. Mm. I love the neighbours. Oh, God. Yeah. Yo. So great. Joe and Mary and just the Mary. way they talk. And of, uh, what was the line in this one about painting the... He's, he's painted the sides of the aquarium. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hello, Jim. Hello, Mother Teresa. How's Joe today? Is he still decorating? Oh, yes, he's just painting the sides of the fish tank when I came out. Uh, what's he doing that for? Well, there was some left over. It's magnolia. Ooh. Oh, right, yeah. I was looking for some interviews with Caroline Ahern because mm. I know she was notoriously allergic to being interviewed. Yeah. And weirdly, I found one on YouTube from before the royal family was made, but when she was writing it. 
but she was just come off the back of Mrs. Merton. And it's on Tier 5 Friday yeah. with Chris Evans. Wow. And what happens is Caroline O'Hearn, looking glamorous, comes in, sits down, and within 90 seconds, Chris Evans is referring to her breasts. And it's so uncomfortable. So Mrs. Merton, where did she come from? Where does she come from? It's just me with a wake up. <laughs> <laughs> no, Is she you? Because uh, you are quite similar to her now, the way you're talking, you know. Yes, but because I don't look like her, do I? No, you don't look like her. <laughs> no, because you have other things now, which you don't have when you're Mrs. Merton. You seem to be able to hide them very well. <laughs> I never knew Mrs. Merton was in that department. <laughs> oh, I don't know why I'm saying this, but it's what I noticed. When you... Anyway, it doesn't matter. So Barry Humphreys, right. And then you it's spotted, worth a look. <laughs> you spotted something at the front of the first episode, didn't you? I think, no, it's not. It's about 15 minutes of the first episode which would have been being written at the time that she's gone on and had a very uncomfortable interview. It, about 15 minutes into the first episode, Chris Evans comes on TV in front of Jim and Barbara. Look, Jim again. He's everywhere. He's like shit in the field. Oh, here's the gobshite now. Look at him, full of himself. He's a man. Ah, and he's still got ginger bollocks. Oh, that reminds me. I've got some tangerines in the kitchen. Anybody want a tangerine? One. <laughs> And it's, what's great about that is it also has a lovely thing, which, which this show is great at. They're watching TV. Yeah. And they said, we don't think the people on TV are all that. This is how. You might yes. think you're the most famous person in Britain. This is how yeah. people watch you. He's like a bloody bad spell, that Noel Edmonds, isn't he? Yeah. Hey, I wish someone would put him in one of them bloody boxes and bury it. And they watch you and they flick around and they split channels. And that's, that's what it. gives you eventually Gogglebox. Yeah. And Gogglebox yeah. being narrated by... Yeah. Carolina Hurd, yeah. Craig Cash, very yeah. consciously said, this is about saying to the great and the good of the country, do you know what, you're just jesters for the rest yeah. of us and we all, we're all rude to you and yeah. you can't hear. It's so great. Which I think gave the public a feeling of power. that These, were yeah. their, these are your representatives. Of course, they're famous people. They're off Brookside and they're off The Fast yeah. Show. These are famous yeah. people. But yeah. it felt so down to earth. Yeah. And also, I just think there's something beautiful about the mirroring of a whole family watching TV. And you, with your own mm. family, are watching them. Yeah, it's... because I suppose what you're saying, because there's someone for everyone to identify with and yeah. watch, this isn't a show that goes out at 11.30 on BBC Two, even though it's quite avant-garde. It drags itself naturally towards family viewing on BBC One because you can yeah. see yourselves reflected. It probably yeah. is the source of that hellish note you get all the all the time going, have you got any ideas for a sitcom about a family that could go on BBC One? Yeah. Because it's the dream that the yeah. whole family would gather around and watch another family. Yeah. Uh, which is why you get The Simpsons and why yeah. you get the, the shows that manage to do this, to build yeah. a family that you can see yourself reflected in. Yeah. And I, my argument is always, you can see yourself reflected in Blackadder and in Father <laughs> Ted as well. Yeah. And in Red yeah. Dwarf, there's a mum and a dad yeah. and two kids. Yeah. But there's a lovely directness of saying, I'm a teenager and I'm watching Anthony. Yeah, yeah. Or I'm a dad. And my dad was very like Jim Royal. Yeah. Um, a bearded man sitting in a seat being angry with things. <laughs> uh, he would see himself in it. And you can laugh at that guy because yeah, you're better than that guy. Yeah. You're not an oaf like he yeah. is. But also you go, yeah, I think that. Yeah. I mean, you, the show could have been called Family Viewing, couldn't it? Because that's what's <laughs> that's going on in it, it, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. The next programme is too suitable for Family Viewing. <laughs> <laughs> 
this particular episode, The Queen of Sheba, which is the comeback episode, it's had six years off. It, it, yeah. It's done its brilliant series that have completely united the nation. And it starts doing a series of specials and one-offs. And this one, mm. I thought this was a Christmas special, but it's October. 29th of October, 2006. Yeah. An October special. Which is what? weird. It's, that excited me, because from that point on, it became the big special that was on at Christmas, like uh, An Only Fools and Horses. Yeah. Very much took over from mm. Only Fools and Horses as yeah. the working class family everyone gathered round to watch. Yeah. But this is October, which means that the royal family was a bigger event than Christmas. They could make yeah. a big event of saying the royal family are back for one. Yeah. There's a feeling yeah. sort of Anthony's come back from his job where he gets to go to Milton Keynes. <laughs> but what this is remembered for by a lot of people is this is a really good one where they blended the comedy and the drama yeah. really well. And it had a huge dramatic soap opera plot in mm. it, as or a play for today plot, as well as all the usual sofa jokes. Mm. And I think that what it could be applauded for more than anything is inventing yeah. or really encouraging that idea that you yeah. can do anything. Mm. I mean, I really feel like that should call to work as a standalone episode. Yeah. Like, they could come into it not watching the first series and still really feel invested. Yeah, yeah. it's um, amazing. Because I've seen this done in other sitcoms where they've gone, we'll kill a character off. Yeah. And I haven't given a shit. Yeah. Even though I've watched all the previous episodes, I've gone, oh, they killing a character off. Yeah. This, I watched cold, yeah. not having watched the royal family for years. Yeah. And I was really affected by yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because there's that comedy there at the start. There's her taking the batteries. There's that still her. She's still the same woman. Yeah. And then slowly you realise she's... Going. Yeah, yeah she, she's not, huge at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, she it's, starts with the magnifier, doesn't yeah, she? Just doing like yeah. this cartoon material, yeah. basically. She's so, got a big face. <laughs> yeah, the first time I watched it, I thought, oh, she's ill, but she'll be like milking it, and yeah. then by yeah. the yeah. end of it, she'll be absolutely fine. Because I haven't had many people close to me patch away, but that experience I have had, it's like that. They're the same people right up until they die. And it it makes me go, like when my grandpa died, I thought, how? (laughs) He, He was watching his iPad yesterday. Like, he was... Cracking jokes only at the weekend. How is he not here? Whereas in a lot of TV shows and films, they perhaps point at it. The music more. comes up, and yeah. we all learn before we lose people or before we 
lose our virginity before we yeah. lose our you watch TV. Where's and, this and, going? And <laughs> yeah. TV is full of lessons for life. You learn yeah. before, before big life experiences, before sort of becoming a parent, before uh, buying your first car, before uh, losing someone close to you. You've watched it happen on TV lots. Yeah. And yeah. when it really happens, you go, oh, it wasn't like that. No. Because it didn't have the soaring music. It didn't feel... Yeah. And it didn't go on for an hour and then stop. Yeah. This is an amazing episode where she could be alive or dead a lot of times there's moments where she's got her eyes closed and you think yeah. she's slipping away and then suddenly it goes in close and she opens an eye she's yeah. been listening to everything she's in yeah. total control mm. yeah. and they even do a scene which I'm now collecting from sitcoms which is talking to a dead person while adjusting curtains yeah. which is in Faulty Towers and Father Ted yeah. and then turns up in this and they're yeah. the curtains going alright alright Major oh, that, that, that yeah. thing she's talking to, to Nana and you go oh. and I thought oh god she's gone and then you see her in hospital afterwards and she's still there. She's still yes, going on. Yes, you don't yeah. know when she's going to be. That shit. She really di- trips you up. She thing, dies, you're yeah. sad, and then she's yeah. back. And you go, that's yeah. what it's like. Yeah. You never know. And the moment when someone slips away isn't a moment where they're suddenly still. Yeah. They can be active and then still. Yeah. They can have been active for days. When you sit by someone's bedside, you double check and you double check and you know in your heart they've gone. Yeah. But for a while, you, there have been false alarms and things. Yeah. And they get that. They play with the audience with that by even yeah. using staging that you've seen in sitcoms before, which is mm. play with the curtains and talk to someone, then the reveal is, is they're not there. Yeah. And what are Nana's last words? <laughs> Trevor McDonald. <laughs> <laughs> and they say no. as well. So she's in character till the last no. syllable. And they say as well, well, what a lovely tribute that was to him. <laughs> Not a lovely tribute to Nana. Oh, and they play... Th- you're still shocked by the final death. And they yeah. go to the wake, and it's a lovely, mm. proper, everyone crowded in in black in the front room. Because the lovely thing about how people watch TV in small houses and how they do a wake in small houses, they're identical. Yeah. The same yeah. people yeah. in the same position on the sofa, but in black. It. So yeah. basically, a wake works. And it pans around, and you're going, you're feeling a bit shocked. And then you notice that Jessica Hines is, got, is crying with hula hoops on her fingers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, is, which is such a perfect visual joke. Because if you don't notice it, it doesn't spoil the, the, yeah. the sympathy and the empathy. Yeah. If you do notice yeah. it, it's perfect. And also, it's a wake that Denise has offered to cater. Yeah. And she said there'll be volivants and canapes, and there are clearly just hula hoops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a character it's joke. So it's a double character joke. It's brilliant. And for me, that is why I'm in comedy. It's a sweet spot between comedy and tragedy because I've had the most funny moments in my life happen at the darkest moments yeah. of my life. Yeah. And that's what they do. They're not afraid to go. It's matriarch has died. We're not afraid to really make it powerful and mean something, but also... Hula hoop. <laughs> <laughs> when people talk about drama as like a superior form, and you go, mm. but it needs jokes. I'm always very, very judgmental yeah. of. Yeah. I mean, obviously, some dramas there aren't many jokes, but there are black comedy in everything. Yeah. Um, Chernobyl, there's jokes in that. It's yeah. fine. You can do it. Breaking Bad, very, very funny and very mm. serious. Yeah. 
I always go back to Ken Campbell, who said that, you, that any drama without jokes in it should have its funding removed as being not realistic and not reflective yeah. life, which is the major yeah. reason to do drama. Yeah. Uh, drama is meant to re- represent life. Life has jokes in it. Yeah. I find myself getting very itchy and bored in something where they've put no humour in. I think it's slightly yeah. cowardly because mm. you can still get, and this proves, you can still get all the punch and all the heart and do jokes. That's it. Because life is funny. Yeah. <laughs> That's why you are seeing this thing that you were saying about, basically this is, if you're sitting there with your family watching TV, Yeah. you are, it's, this is not just reflecting back what you're doing at you, it's reflecting back, this is life. Life has got yeah. shit bits, yeah. good bits, idiots... Yeah. Terrible people who also love each other. You yeah. Know, it's full of these contradictions. Yeah. There's nothing. And it's very brave to do that. Yeah. And the other brave thing is to do it in such a confined area that's as well, to go, it's just here. It's very yeah. straightforward. That's, yeah. That's the deal. Yeah. In fact, one of the notes that Carolina Hearn and Craig Cash got after the pilot was, does it all have to be in the sitting room? And Caroline said... I watched Till Death Is Do Part, and the only shit episode of that was the one where they went to a restaurant. Yeah. yeah. And I thought, yeah, yeah well done, good. That's well it. done. That's so many another, good decisions. That's another ancestor of it, which is just a, a normal family yeah. in their front room discussing yeah. stuff. Yeah. Because trusting the characters will be yeah. funny enough. Because I feel bad about saying this, and I still love them. But I feel like the two episodes I didn't love as much was when they did go out. Oh, yeah. And that is the new sofa and the golden egg cup. Yeah. Where they go to the caravan and... They don't need to leave the house for me. I just wanted to see them in their own environment. And that's the beauty of it. Maybe that's the, the biggest lesson this has got to teach you, is that something which will be regarded by people who are anxious about mm. something wrong as a weakness mm. is exactly the strength. Yeah. You need to be able to say, no, no, I chose to do yeah. this. It's yeah. not a mistake. Because obviously the first thing you do, especially as a writer, you're so anxious, your first thing, and you check it against the other things and you go, it should have this in it, it should yeah. have that in it. And this, the decision to remove it, to pare it down, to say, mm. can it stand on its own two feet? The strength of it is they know they've got enough good jokes, enough good characters, enough good actors, and enough uh, good director, enough, the set's great. I imagine it sometimes what it would look like with multi-camera and an audience, and it wouldn't work. But to know that you've got enough there to go, this will be fine, just trust us. Weirdly, towards the end, you're right, they started to put in things that will be in other sitcoms, go, we need a new sofa. I think the new sofa episode will be probably proposed on episode three if this was a normal yeah, sitcom. Yeah. Another sofa, let's get rid of the sofa. <laughs> yeah. Just do it right at the end and go, we've managed to hold off never having to yeah. do it. Um, yeah. It's It's got an incredible bravery and a great example of all you need is to know these characters inside out, to mm. trust that the audience do. Yeah. Uh, and you will get, as long as you've got lines as good as... It's Magnolia. Oh, right, mm-hmm. yeah. Has he still got that cotton bud lodging in his ear? Well... Yes, he has. Oh, I just, I, that's, I, yeah. There's a whole story about Joe having a cotton bud in his yeah. ear next door that I yeah. can't see. And so if, I, good. if I cut away to see Joe getting the cotton bud yeah. in his ear, even wordlessly, 
it would be weaker. Yeah, yeah. It happens in my mind. I'm making this story. Yeah. It's all to do, I suppose it's all to do with gossip. Families are built on gossip. Yeah. If you're in a family, you don't see what the son and the daughter are doing in their day jobs. They come back yeah. with reported stories and then you imagine it. Yeah. Mm. So you at home yeah. as a family are imagining what's going on. Mm. That's it. I can't remember her name, but throughout, they've had a girlfriend before, didn't they? Is it Beverly Macker? Yes! <laughs> the best name ever. <laughs> And you never see Beverly Macker. You don't know what Beverly Macker looks like, but you don't need to. It's all there in your head. That's a wonderful example of saying you can trust an audience to do some of the work for you. Yeah. Leave yeah. stuff unsaid. Yeah. What's going on in the kitchen? It doesn't matter. Mm. What's going on next door? It doesn't matter. We'll hear about it. And you'll make it in your head. And because you'll make it in your head, it'll be twice as funny. My yeah. version of Beverly Macker is different than your version of Beverly Macker. That's it. It's like reading a book. Yeah. You can imagine them yourself. Yeah. It's not done for An off screen character can really be your friend. <laughs> yeah. You know, like Mrs. Yeah. Mannering. You but know. It's oh, ex- yeah. But it's an example of that or her indoors in mind. It's an yeah. example of that's a small example, a classic yeah. example of. The whole show does that. Yeah. What's going on outside? What's going on in the street? Yeah. It's done that to the whole world. And it's taken a thing. It's made by Granada. It's yeah. got people from Brookside in it. It's got Coronation Street yeah. in it. It's got Brookie in it. But it said, what would it be like if you just stayed in the front room of these soap opera characters and never yeah. left? Yeah. Which is now so obvious. Yeah. But at the time was a stroke of absolute genius. Yeah. And I'd forgotten. What a yeah. huge moment that was. Huge and actually to stick by the guns because mm. I bet so many people were saying, yeah, but, <laughs> but shall we see the feathers? Shall we see the shop? Shall we yeah. see where Dave works? And thought, catch anything to go, no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even the, like, Gogglebox, which is based on uh, this, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the, the, yeah. The producer told us that. Yeah. That's where the idea came yeah. from. Gogglebox starts each segment with an establisher of the house of the people yeah. who live there. Now, that would have been the easiest thing to do in the royal family would yeah. be to put this in the titles. But instead, the titles start with a, a total statement of intent, which is yeah. Ricky Tomlinson's arse. That, That's how it starts. Yeah. The first thing that, you see. Yeah. This is the whole world you need yeah. to know is this yeah. man's arse. Yeah. Anymore, you're asking questions that you don't yeah. need to ask. Yeah. It's... It's an astonishing statement of confidence and it's an astonishing yeah. authored statement of confidence and it is a testament to someone who is massively sadly missed. Yeah. We lost Caroline oh. too early. At too the early. She was, seems to be someone who was not good at dealing with the consequences of her own genius and she ended up going to Australia, didn't she? Mm. So, uh, yeah. Just to sort of... She ran away. Basically. Became so pressured by the fame and things but also just we lost her too young. Uh, mm. She's clearly, and together with Craig Cash and Henry Normal and, and, and Phil Mead, who did this stuff with her, an enormously liberating voice that there wouldn't be the office without this. You forget no. the office is two years later. No. This says you're allowed to do this. Yeah. And you can turn around to the BBC and go, I know you think this is risky. I understand why you think it's yeah. risky. But look at look at what those guys did. Yeah. They did this and it was your 
biggest show. That's it. This is our Seinfeld. This is yeah. one of the things that you go, hey, you could do something weird and have a huge mainstream hit with it. That's nuts. Yeah. She is a genius. And she's the reason why I'm in comedy. So. Then That's she's what... got a fucking good legacy, Frank. Yeah. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Thank you. Fancy a brew? 